This is the one the world's been talking about. WrestleMania 6. You know, the Rockers have been hearing about our team for months and months. The big rumor of the Orient Express coming to the World Wrestling Federation. Mr. Fuji went out to the Far East and brought back Japan's greatest team. Orient Express, your debut into the World Wrestling Federation is also going to be your exit. If you think you're going to use the Rockers for a stepping stone, you are sadly mistaken because a lot of teams have tried and a lot of teams have tripped. Yeah. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, the Rockers, they plan to send the Orient Express back to the Far East. Mania live, folks, and Pasta Mania alive in your pantry at all times. All right, now let's just let's just name off a bunch of wrestlers. All, all right, uh, who's your favorites? Who, my, oh, my, my favorites? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I like the I, Rockers. Remember them? This was like Shawn Michaels before he became Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah, they were cool. I was gonna say yeah, Shawn Michaels. Now yeah. it's like you know they were like Ultimate I, Warrior Shawn. light because they had like the fringe things and they wore like crazy pants. But they weren't as crazy as Ultimate Warrior. So they wore crazy like uh, spandex pants instead of wearing crazy short shorts. Yeah, yeah. But they had the same like muscle fringe things, like the the ribbons <laughs> coming off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I really wasn't into wrestling at the time. I have to admit. It's oh, like really? I associated with the kids who were like bullies. <laughs> but I had one friend who had a bunch of wrestling like uh, what are they called? Trading cards. And uh, okay. I would go through them and I'd be like, this guy looks cool. And yeah, I remember this one guy named you were the looking Red at the Undertaker, Rooster. correct? Did you ever even the hear Red, of him? I think I did Red hear Rooster. him. I think he was one of those like shitty like Saturday morning wrestlers. It's like one day, like, just from looking at these wrestling <laughs> trading cards, I decided that my favorite wrestler was the Red Rooster. I guess I don't know. I was being like indie and like picking one who was obscure. You probably haven't heard of him. No. Yeah, you were the hipster of uh, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hipster oh, of nice third Undertaker grade. T-shirt there. Oh, oh, you don't know anything about the Red Rooster? Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess you wouldn't know about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I don't know about him either because all I know about him is on this trading card. But he's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and yeah him, was... him and I liked the ones that had seemed like they had other jobs, like uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. He yeah. clearly oh, like was yeah. a financial genius. Yeah, there was a trash man. And Sergeant guy. Slaughter was obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> Sergeant. Yeah, he was just uh, going to WrestleMania and SummerSlam when he was on furlough. Yeah, yep. that that era of wrestling was fun because it 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 was theatrical. It was like very over the top. It yeah. got super serious after that. Like, and that's when I kind of lost interest. It was just like kind of even like you know the Rey Mysterio. Like, all right, that's like the last gasp of trying yeah, to be like yeah, yeah. kind of. It got too. It got too like real. Like it was just like. <laughs> It's like, come on, guys, just just put on a stupid mask and call yourself the trash man or something. You <laughs> <Wait. know what laughs> I mean? Was there a wrestler with a mask who called himself the trash man? I don't know. There was a guy that like brought a garbage can out with him. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know can't what he was or if he, he was oh, like one of those yeah. two bit wrestlers. He wasn't like a big deal. Yeah, He was like the gimmicky guys that, you know, yeah. <laughs> he'd always get his ass beat. <laughs> but, you know, there are some like there are there's the Bootios gang. Uh, who's they, I, they're uh, fairly new. Oh, okay, uh, I, that's probably just, why I don't know. Yeah, but I mean they're, they're pretty outlandish. I, I forget that's fun, the, the, the crew's name. Like they actually have a real name <laughs> that's not so silly, but they are <laughs> extremely silly. Uh, so I feel like maybe if you know the trend can go in that direction and just like you know jump the shark yeah. <laughs> with that type of stuff, uh, then you know maybe wrestling's not uh it's it's not all out. And you oh, know if the Hulk uh you know if his life ever gets together maybe he can just you know throw back on that that spandex um, stringer and just yeah get back in the ring one more time maybe we can go back to having wrestlers whose gimmick is that they're like really handsome and they're looking in the mirror all the time yeah george remember, uh, george who was that one guy's yeah name? i can't remember there were these two guys from the late 80s and ravishing rick rude was one of them <laughs> yeah 
think Gorgeous George was another one. Gorgeous George, George. might be one of them, yeah. Ric Flair kind of had that going on a little bit, too. Yeah. Well, Gorgeous George was back in the, the seven, 60s and 70s, I think. Yeah. yeah. Ravishing Rick Rude was definitely... Rick the Model Martell was another oh. one. They were all named Rick, weren't they? Yeah, there was a lot of Ricks. Yeah, and a lot of these guys, it was kind of like the era of these metal, these hard rock guys doing music videos, like yeah. maybe even less than a year after the video came out, and the guy was preening around and being like, the ladies love me. Everyone kind of looked at him and were like, "You're acting exactly like a gay guy acts." Yes, I mean, you may, may, I mean, nothing wrong with that, but you're 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 not you're not very manly. Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> that's that's the way trends go. Yeah. Anyway, Brock Lesnar, he's 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 still alive. Yeah. <laughs> that fat, there was a really Wait. there was a couple of really fat wrestlers that were always kind of fun. Like there was that Japanese one. Uh, what was his name? Yokozuna. Yeah, he went by he that. He was like a big sumo wrestler. There was um there was a big white fat no, guy with a street beard. <laughs> There's a big white fat guy. Yeah, I remember Earthquake. him. His name was Zangief. <laughs> no, his name was Earthquake, and he had a buddy, like a tag team buddy. His name was like Hurricane or like Typhoon or oh, some shit. Oh man! Like he was like the miniature version of the fat Earthquake guy. <laughs> Wait, you, you, so this was different from the fat Earthquake guy who's a comedian. Yes, yes. This yes, guy's not, white. Yes, and yeah, not the not the not to be confused with the comedian Earthquake. <laughs> Oh man, I, I really like tag teams. Yeah, yeah tag team uh, back again. Way. Check it, direct yeah. it. Let's begin. There was there was this really racist tag team in the <laughs> late eighties, early nineties called the Oriental Express. <laughs> Not surprised at all. <laughs> and then their coach manager, like hype guy, his name was Mister Fuji. Oh yeah, he oh, was kinda, cool. he, he was kind of like exactly like Odd Job, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he was like a short dude. I think he wore a little ball cap. Oh yeah, I think the Oriental Express and the Rockers were like feuding a lot. Well, some sure. serious beef. You got the yeah, all-American guys beef. up against the, you know, the rising sun trying to take away all our jobs in our factories. Yeah, that's how it's always portrayed too. Like, you see, like, oh, the Oriental Express. Well, obviously, they're not going to be the good guys. Yeah, of course, <laughs> they're going to be the the, yeah. the red scare. And I mean, I always thought the Iron Sheik was pretty cool, but I, I don't think he Iron was a good Sheik. guy. Yeah. No, yeah, the Iron no, Sheik was cool. Was, there was a lot of like kind of racist shit going on back then. Yeah, there yeah. was. Yeah, when you said there was a racist tag team, I wasn't sure if you meant. They were caricatures themselves, or their shtick was to be racists. Because I think it was a tag team like that too. It was like there probably was. Like, I'm sure there was like Billy Joe and Bobby Joe or something. Like looks oh, like man. we got a lot of minorities out in the crowd today. Get the fuck out! <laughs> it's America, motherfucker. <laughs> With the Trump bros, I'm not even gonna try to fight the Hulk until y'all niggers leave. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we're gonna have to cut that out, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow okay well oh, that, that's a drop that's going into our next <laughs> mega mix <laughs> oh man yeah jake the snake was cool i always oh, like always like like the good jake the snake you know we haven't mentioned him but because he's always yeah. on everyone's mind all the time mm-hmm. but macho man randy Savage. macho man yeah yeah classic classic oh yeah snapping slim jims into kids hands for <laughs> millennia yeah <laughs> Yeah, that guy, I he really, as someone who wasn't really a wrestling fan, much as I wasn't a Mile Rangers fan, that guy really stood apart. Yes. Because of yeah. his unique way of talking. Nobody Ooh, else yeah. even approached him in creating like his own accent almost. Like he was yeah. from a distant planet. I think he was like legitimately kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, well. and, and that voice that you're talking about, I think he was just constantly constipated. And he was like always trying to work out a turd. I think that's where that but voice like, came from. Throughout his entire career, yes, he could never shit. And then that—that's basically what caused him his demise. Yep, his, his last words were like, "Oh yes, finally." Yeah, God. he shit. And he was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." 
plop. Dead. <laughs> this, this is what it feels like to be normal. <laughs> oh, God. That's a lot of blood. Oh, I'm not going to make it. Oh, oh, thank God I can finally stop wrestling. Oh, yeah. man, I can finally relax and s- snap into a Slim Jim. Snap into a goddamn Slim Jim. ease into a Slim Jim. Ease into a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, a man. warm bath. Yep. Just slide right in. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Rowdy Piper was cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Were there any who weren't cool? Besides the Red Rooster. Oh, we're not saying he wasn't cool. No, I don't think he was cool. <laughs> I was never a huge fan of The Undertaker. Like, I thought he was kind of, like, cool, like, at first, like, he was kind of mysterious. But I was never, like, a huge fan. Uh, I was also kind like of kind of the, That was also kind of, like, when I kind of tapered off the wrestling, though, so that might have been a reason why. I liked the ones who were Samoans. It seemed like there were a lot of them, although maybe it just was the same two guys in different personas. Yeah, I think they just recycled it every now and again. It was like, oh, we need a new Samoan. Well, these guys are <laughs> yeah. Samoans. Now they're Hawaiians. Yeah, well, uh, the Rock kind of started out as uh, like one of those Samoan guys. Yeah, and then because uh, his was that ever his gimmick? Yeah, that was like his thing. And then because uh, his dad was a a wrestler, and I think his shtick was he was the Samoan guy. And then so he came on the scene as a Samoan guy, and I think it just kind of teetered out, and he became the Rock that everyone knows and smells. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say we smell him. Just because we smell what he's cooking doesn't imply True. that we smell everything about him. True, true, true. And we were overlooking our most religious uh, wrestler of all time. Yeah, Erwin R. Scheister. <laughs> oh, I was I don't thinking know. of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. You know, I, you know who I really liked was the Hearts. The Owen, Hearts? Owen oh. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's the uh, Brett the Hitman Hart? Yeah, that was cool. Brett the Hitman Hart also um, up in Calgary, there was a, a minor league hockey team, the Calgary <laughs> Hitmen. That used his likeness, like his little member guy, as like their um, <laughs> oh, that's mas- awesome. as their, like, mascot, logo? I guess. <laughs> yeah, like the like it was like on their sleeve. You know what I mean? It was like kind of like their crest. Well, that's how you know you've arrived. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Your when you're sport Canadian. has spawned another sports yeah. team. Well, when you're your a famous likeness. Canadian, hockey teams like you. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is very. It's so rare. It's such an honor to have a one person turned into an entire sports team. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it's true. just that Native American guy who gave rise to the Cleveland Indians, and yeah, t- I don't know. Speaking of that, I think there was an Indian wrestler that was also super racist. Uh, oh, feather man, Indian or dot Indian? His name was uh, Feather. I think his name was like Tatanka or some <laughs> shit like that. I, I remember that now. Like, yeah. I, I do remember that, and, and I'm sure it was super racist. Yeah, yeah, most likely. And speaking of Canadians, there was a wrestler named The Mountie. Which Mountie. he dressed like a Mountie. Oh, all right. That's, that was kind of cool. Neat. It was a little like racist, a little, but it was cool. A little Dudley Turright ish. Yeah. <laughs> you ever wanted to see Dudley Turright kick somebody's ass? Okay. <laughs> the, the first time I looked Brendan up one of the guys you mentioned, and his name was Tatanka. Okay. And oh. he was actually a Lumbee Indian from North Carolina. Oh, he was an actual Indian. Yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. Maybe it's not so racist. Yeah, all right. Maybe the Indians who live down there near, near Fort Bragg. So all right. good for him. There's a good picture of him in September 2012 on Wikipedia, still with a mullet. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mullets were really a big thing in wrestling. Yeah. yeah, which is strange as it's just something to grab at. Yeah. yeah it I mean, maybe help. that's why. Maybe because it was, a, it was a good tool for the theatrics. Yeah, I mean, you know, like when the Hulkster, you know, has his hair the way yeah, he I mean, has he's his basically hair. like the king of the mullet because yeah. he's got nothing yeah. on top. <laughs> yeah. And it's a not huge just short goddamn, front and long and back. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a huge goddamn party in the back. <laughs> yeah, everybody moved out to the back. There's nobody left in the kitchen. <laughs> Goddamn rave out there. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even see how that could be theatrical to have a mullet. It's not like actually having long hair where you can like toss your hair or have it wave think, in the breeze. I think my my, my theatrics it of it. 
my 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 uh, meaning for theatrics is that they could grab it and like kind of throw them with it type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like it was something they grab onto. You know what I mean? But yeah, there was a lot of good mullets. Like there was some dude named like Razor Rick Razor Ramon. He had a pretty sweet like curly uh, like Jerry curl mullet. Oh, mm, Jerry curl curl yeah, mullet. But he was like Hispanic. I think he was like Puerto Rican or something. Well, but I it guess had that, that's like, why they wet. called him Razor Blade. <laughs> yeah, it had that. <laughs> Keeping yeah. with the racist theme. He also here. he also had like a toothpick at all times in his mouth. You have a fucking zoot suit too. I, no, I don't think he went that crazy. How often did he use the word essay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? He he said something else. Um, like cabron maybe. He might have said cabron. Mine. Did he call people mine? I call people mang. M a y n g. <laughs> Mine's just M A N G. It's M E E N G. Mang. All right. Mine? Yeah. There's there's variations of the mang. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's universal, but you know. Yeah. Okay. And spelling's in, different. And looking yeah. at the Wikipedia page about Tatanka, I see that uh, in 1995 he had a feud with the one wrestler we haven't named yet, a very big man, Bam Bam Bigelow. Damn. Bam Bam, Bam Bigelow. And oh, one time, my dad told me this. One of the girls in his class. He's a college professor. Uh, He found out from one of his fellow professors that she was a ring girl for Bam Bam Bigelow. Damn. So I, I didn't even know wrestlers awesome. had their own ring girls. I thought it was just they they like belong to the arena. But I guess <laughs> yeah, I, I guess she oh, she was one of his followers or one of his fans. You know, in a theatrical I think some way. Of them, I don't think they all do. I think just some of them do. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a hype man. Like they kind of just follow him around. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're like they're the ones that throw the chair in the ring when the ref's not looking. But <laughs> the girls do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you never know. I, I think we just spawned a mini episode here. I, I think so. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in the World Wrestling Federation right now, and yes, the Red Rooster wants to get his claw right in the middle of it and stir it up a little bit. There's a lot of great talent around here, and I'll tell you why, because the fans are the greatest. I thank each and every one of you Rooster Boosters, because with your support and my Rooster Wing Hold, I don't feel like there's a guy here that I can't beat. But with people out there, when I'm down and I'm tired and I'm sweating, I don't think I can have any more energy. The Rooster Boosters, go on, get up, Rooster, you can do it, and I will. Arr, arr, arr.